0: So I'm attempting to record this without writing this down first, so I hope it doesn't jump around too much and it's clear and not confusing the way that I just normally talk. I will probably, well, I will post in my um, on my website as well, and that's probably going to come after the fact, and then I can actually link scripture verses to what I'm talking about. But for now, this is just me talking as I normally do, and like I said, I hope it flows well. Anyway, um, I did a short Instagram post today about this because what happened was I had another coincidence happen and it started, I guess, on Saturday and since 2020, I've been wondering if we are, um, well, first of all, I do believe that we are being warned by God and I think the pandemic was one of those things that kind of shook up the world and gave us an opportunity to to look into Scripture, really, and to reconnect with God. Some people have done that or did that during that time that we had that downtime, and other people probably didn't at all and just didn't even think about it. I don't know, but I was one of those people that had this kind of inner pulling or tug, whatever you want to call it, that I'm like, is there something more to this than than just the pandemic? Is there something, yeah, just more to it? And um, so I, I started looking into Bible prophecy, and I started looking into different people who have studied Bible prophecy and who, you know, have 40 years or more you know, a couple of them at least have 40 years or more of time doing this, and yet at the same time, I don't agree with every one of their conclusions, but I do, I'm open to listening to what they have to say, and the only thing that I can say is that from what I've heard, you know, there might be some little details that aren't quite right or that I don't quite I don't say they're not right but that I'm not 100% sure that I believe what they're saying but the overall there are some big basic picture things that I do agree with and so um besides the details that might be in dispute I think a lot of people share the common um understanding of bible prophecy so as a result um I do think the pandemic was a warning to us globally about our lives and about eternity. And only some people became aware aware of this. And since then, um, I began, well, I actually have been studying scripture since 2000, till the, since the fall of 2019. So it hasn't been very long, but I've been um, praying to God quite a lot, um, morning and night. And since I read the Bible, it was, it's was it been more than that. It's been, you know, just like sporadically throughout the day, but um, all the time, really. And I do read a lot of scripture. I probably read more scripture uh, than the average person. I am not in any kind of a... Religious organization, so this is not my job. This is something I do on the side as a hobby, and I don't not as a hobby, but as an interest um, since 2020, really, to understand it more and to grow my faith and to really understand the Bible. Anyway, over the last several years, I, um, I guess, the very first time that something happened that was a coincidence was when. I had surrendered to Jesus in 2017, and I did it for selfish reasons because I wanted my life to be better. I saw that my life wasn't going the way I had hoped it would go, and I wanted things to be better. So I thought if I surrendered to Jesus and asked him to guide me because I was obviously making such a bad decision with my life, that maybe my life would get better. And then, not too long after that, bad things started happening to me, and uh, it just really um, it got to the point where I, I I was extremely upset about everything that was going on with me and um, in my life, and feeling like this is not right because I surrendered to Jesus, and then bad stuff is happening to me, and um, and I I prayed to God. I had um, at that point I hadn't read the Bible yet and so remember I surrendered in 2017 and then it was after that that um, after I spoke that I surrendered is when all these things happened so I still hadn't read the Bible yet but so this is my first experience of the coincidence Um, bad things were happening to me and I was very very upset I was crying and I asked God show me something in this Bible that relates to me and that I can understand And when I did, I opened it up to some chapter in the book of Job. So I decided to read the entire book of Job. And it was completely eye-opening because I believe that's what was happening to me, was bad things were happening. And there is something that I wasn't really aware, I didn't put much weight on it, there is spiritual warfare. What we don't understand is that there is more to us than what we see. There are spiritual influences, and we were kind of placed into the world, probably unknowing until our eyes are opened that we are in the middle of a spiritual war. And the Bible tells us about that spiritual war. Um, so there's, there's um, the enemies of God fighting against God for control. And the enemies have a lot of influence here on earth and if we don't make a conscious decision to uh, reject the enemies we are pretty much under their control believe it or not people always talk about being slaves to something we don't even realize that we are slaves to God's enemy and it is shown by our actions they say that you can tell the um, the nature of a person or if god's spirit is in a, in a person by the fruit that they bear meaning their actions the fruit they bear how they act their type of person their character you can tell if god's spirit is within someone well the same thing you can tell if the enemy spirit is affecting someone by their actions so it's it again this is very eye-opening but that sideway, was just um, to explain that this is something spiritual that's happening. So when I opened the Bible, I understood from God that what I was experiencing was a spiritual attack because my my heart was in the right place. I wanted to do the right things. And there were just like bad things happening and, and beyond my control. I couldn't do anything about them. And I was going through them. Well, in the story of Job, he did too, but it was a test. God was allowing those bad things to happen because he was testing Job. He knew Job was a righteous person, but the the enemy, which is the devil or Satan, whatever you want to call it, um, is trying to separate people from God. And that was the whole premise of, this, of the encounter was that Satan was saying, if I do all these bad things to Job, Job will turn from you, God. And God was saying, no, I don't believe so. Well, Job didn't turn from God. He did get angry about all the stuff that happened to him. But then in the end, God turned everything around for Job and gave back everything that Job had lost. And this is, whether this is a literal story or who wrote this or whatever, or the validity of it. I mean, I believe it because it's the Bible. There's I believe in the Bible after um, lots of looking into it. Um, So I do believe in the Bible. Now, whether this is a literal story or this is a symbolic story, either way, it tells the same story. It tells us that there are spiritual influences in this world. It tells us that even if these spiritual influences have an effect on our lives, that God will make it better. The story about the restoration of Job and his Family and his fortune and his uh, his health, all those things were restored. Could very well be and is symbolic of the end when God reigns on earth on a new earth with His people, um, and the kingdom of heaven is here on earth. Uh, God's kingdom comes to earth, and that's in the Bible as well. So long. Dissertation there about um, about the book of Job and my experience, but that was the first time. So I recognized it, and and that's how Scripture responded to questions that I had. I had another one that I um, is very personal, and I I don't really want to share it, but it was um, I had asked about a situation, and um, I had asked God for the answer to that. And I opened up the Bible after praying that and asking for that clarification, and he showed me a verse, and I didn't like what it said, and I was like, "Okay, I don't understand that. Show me something else." And I closed the book, and how do you, how does a book open to the exact same page in this thousands of page Bible, but the book opened to the exact same page, and it wasn't a, it was not anything that I had studied before, or you know. I didn't have the page press, you know, where it was just naturally open to that. It wasn't any of those situations, and I know this. And so it opened to the same exact page, and it was something I did not want. I didn't want that answer. And so I, again, said, okay, God, um, all right, I don't really like that, I'm not getting it, show me something else. And then um, God went back to the book of Job. I opened it up and it was the Book of Job, which is all about testing or spiritual influences and impact on on someone. And and so I was like, okay, I get that. I understand that. I said, but still, I am not understanding your answer to my question. Please show me something that makes it very clear. This is the, the fourth time I've opened up the Bible at this point. The fourth time he shows me the same exact verse that I didn't want in the very beginning I got back to it and not only that but I would let's see I think it had to be like one month later what that verse talked about actually happened and then I knew this was more than a coincidence so um, then there was um, I'm trying to think of another time I think there's another time where this this came to be to um, about a coincidence, but, um, you know, well, well, definitely when I ask questions and pray and I'm being sincere, I'm not using it as a, you know, I'm not playing around with it. I mean, I'm sincerely asking God for clarity and wanting to know something. And um, so recently, uh, so I do this a lot and the Bible, when I open it up, it is a relevant verse to what I am Asking, I do get something. I do get some clarity. It's like I get an answer from God by what I read, and um, that does happen. I, I can't think of a time that it hasn't quite worked. But recently, um, I because I've been thinking about this like um, Bible prophecy and end of days so much, and I, I really don't want to be one of those people that like focus on you know you know, putting, I don't know, the fear of God in somebody or, you know, saying these, oh, we we're close to the end times or we're close to the end of the, the life as we know it on earth. And, you know, to, to make that kind of a statement, um, I, although I've been feeling it since 2020, but I'm so, uh, I, I don't want to say that we really are. I've posted recently about, you know, it's a possibility and that's still what I think I, but Let me tell you more about this. So anyway, I prayed to God and I asked God, um, God, are we really this close to the final seven years? And I also asked him if we are, what should I be doing? You know, if, if that is true, then let me know what I need to be doing right now. And those were, that was the question. The the question that I thought I was asking. Well, I knew I was asking that, but um, so I asked that question and then I opened up to Ezekiel 15 or, you know, there's part of 14 on there and then there was 15 and then there was 16 on the page. So it was kind of all of those. And um, so when I looked at that, I was like, gosh, that doesn't make sense to answer my question. And um, I actually told my sister about that and I said, well maybe it doesn't work because um i just asked this question and i it doesn't say maybe we're not in the final seven years that's what i said to her i said because i asked this question and um god gave me this verse when i opened the book and it doesn't say anything about the final seven years and i said so maybe i need to back off a bit on this and then she pointed out to me she goes well you asked god two questions you asked him if we were in the seven years and what you should be doing. So maybe he just answered one. How is he gonna answer both? And so I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, all right. That's good, good point, you know, I'll I'll go with that. So this was on Saturday. Um, this was Saturday, uh, February 12th that this happened, 2022. And so then I, um, I prayed to God and um, I didn't want to influence where my Bible opened up to um, because obviously you can, you can choose to select, you know, kind of about where the New Testament is, where the Old Testament is. But you can't choose the page, but I don't even want to know that I'm going to the Old or the New Testament. So I just I really, really, really wanted this to be clear to me. And so I I prayed to God and I asked God, I I was like, okay, one question, are we in the final seven years? Let me know. And um, so I, um, this time I put my book on the spine, on the back, you know, of its spine where it's It's assembled and um, I just wanted the book to like open up to the page without me picking a page just open up to a page and so what happened was my um, book fell over and it opened up to the front cover and there was no nothing there and so I was like okay I'm gonna try it again and I did it again and the book opened to the front cover blank again second time so then the third time I tried it again and it opened up to Ezekiel 38. And so I looked at the page and I was like, Oh gosh, this is like after the millennium. This is after Jesus returns. And this is all about, um, you know, the the final war and all that. So I guess we're not in the, the seven years. And, um, and so that was my conclusion about it. And I let my sister know, and that was kind of it. It was like, it was the War of um, Gog and Magog, and I know that's in Revelation too, but that's like towards the end time. And so that was my understanding. And so then, um, obviously right now, you know, there's all this talk about uh, Russia potentially invading the Ukraine, and um, then there was, I listened to a YouTube um, video, and it was about, um, it was about that topic, and it's from an Israeli. Um, who comments on things um, that are happening that affect Israel and also are worldly events and kind of looking forward for all of this. And um, anyway, as he's talking, one of the first things he said was, I think we're seeing Ezekiel 38 unfolding. And I thought, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Ezekiel 38 right now? I thought that was like, after Jesus ruled on Earth, and um, and so then um, it was really late when I saw that Saturday night, so um, I I didn't look any further into it. But then on Sunday, I started searching understandings and biblical studies on um, chapter thirty-eight of of Ezekiel, and I came across a um, theory about that. Um, and that is that the Gog and Magog War is actually two different wars. And um, this video that I came across was, um, it, it separated them into um, a couple different wars and gave the, ex- well, it gave opinions on when these wars occurred. And it gave like three different opinions on the, the other biblical scholars who have studied Ezekiel 38 and what their conclusions were. So it gave two different opinions and then a third opinion. And so the third opinion is what I actually agree with. And um, anyway, it it also talks about Revelation uh, 19 and 20. And um, well, Revelation 20, I guess, is what it compares to. So there's a Gog and Magog war in Revelation 20. And I do, after I watched this video and looked, read, reread the scripture, I do believe that these are two separate wars. And one of them is way further into the future. But the other one, the theory on that war is that it begins before the Antichrist is revealed. And it is a very, very long war that continues until. Armageddon happens and Jesus returns. And that is what I do agree and believe after I read the book. So then what that told me is that the Ezekiel 38 that I opened up to wasn't, it was relevant and it did have to do with the final seven years. So I really believe we are in the final seven years there's something else that's occurring too i mean there's so many things i think i need to probably make a separate um podcast or write about all the different things that are lining up with bible prophecy that are happening today but this is one and and here's what ezekiel 38 the war in there it has different members of the world involved in this And um, you have to understand or know who all these different ancient names, who they are today. And that's how you understand who's part of this. But basically, there is an alliance forming. And I think we're seeing this today. But the alliance is um, Russia, Turkey, Iran, Egypt, or Sudan. Those are all the countries that will be involved um, under this Gog and Magog. So um, that is listed in Ezekiel 38. And anyway, um, we're seeing that alliance happening right now. We're seeing those those friendships being, or those ties or those um, political ties happening right now. And so I do believe, I, I feel like this is affirmation. And then last night I, I wanted to read... Further back into Ezekiel to see what the chapters were leading up to this, and when I got to Ezekiel 33, it it made me again think that um, maybe this is what I need to do, and that's the whole reason why I'm making this podcast and writing about this because because of this verse, it said, "But if." the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people and the sword comes and takes someone's life, that person's life will be taken because of their sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for their blood. So to me, this is like if if we have our eyes open about something we and we keep our mouth shut about it, we're doing a disservice to other people. We are not um, allowing people the same benefit that we have. Everyone can make their own choice about whether they want to heed this warning or they want to ignore it. That's not our issue or concern. I mean, it is a concern to us if we want people to have eternity, but I, this, we're in a time right now where you cannot take, you cannot blow off the Bible. You really need to get into the Bible and know what's written because there will be so much testing of everyone and the decisions that we make will have an eternal consequence on our life. Our lives will be immortal and we, will, we may have a physical death, but there are also people who are not going to have a physical death according to the Bible. They will just in their, they will transition, uh, ascend to Jesus, to meet Jesus in the sky um, when Jesus returns. So those people, they, you know, there's some people who are living righteously that um, will not experience a death, um, who have um repented really is the right word for it but basically have asked God for forgiveness and have asked God for his Holy Spirit to come into their life to guide their life and those are the people who will be living righteously but you have to stay connected because without God's Spirit you you're on your own and with God's Spirit you have God's protection And the thing that you wanna protect most is your eternal life. You don't want that to be taken from you. And there is a very, very, very um, strong deception that Jesus foretold in the Bible that will overtake even some of his elect. And those are the people who believe in Jesus, who are Christians, who who do follow, but maybe they're not as strong of a Christian as they could be and those people are open to deception and it it's going to be um, pretty serious uh, for people obviously if Jesus is saying this is going to happen it will happen to some and I don't want it to be anybody that I know and so I hope and encourage any Christian that hears this and has people in their life who they know are not saved that they reach out to those people in a a very caring way to hopefully have them to share eternity with. Um, On a lighter note, um, since we are going to be immortal beings, uh, with all of the craziness that's been going on in the world, um, I personally love to travel but there's been a lot of things that um, make traveling a little bit of a challenge and uncertain and all the requirements and the quarantining and everything that's going along with travel. I've basically decided um, my travel days may be coming to an end and I'm okay with that because I know that I'm going to, as long as I stay within um, Jesus, Jesus, God's protection, that I will have the opportunity to travel anywhere that I want to later. And I would love to see Jerusalem. I'd love to see Israel. But I want to wait until Jesus is ruling there because I don't want to go there now. Um, I would like to wait until that time and then be able to see all the beauty that God has in store for us. And that's something that um, I really hope that people start to understand. I mean, read Revelation 22. Um, because I think it's maybe 21 and 22. Um, it's about the new, the new earth that God has in store, and it's also about the warnings of who's not going to make it in, and that Jesus will be coming back. So um, there is an eternity. I mean, when people die here on Earth, we don't, we naturally, in a worldly mindset, we are sad. We feel like they are gone forever. They are not gone forever. They are in a transition. They basically have kind of gone to sleep and they will be waking up when Jesus returns and coming back to life. I know that sounds crazy to people who don't believe, but um, that's the truth, that's in the Bible. And Jesus proved it because that's what he did. He came back to life and that's what he's gonna do to all the people who are um, holding true to his teachings. And so there's a lot to be hopeful for. Um, obviously, when someone en- leaves, you know, dies, um, it's sad for all those who are left behind because they miss that person. But it's they're actually going to a better place and going to somewhere where if we are connected with God and stay with God throughout all this time, we will be there too, so it's not the end, and it's going to be even more beautiful than the Earth is today. And that just like that is so, um, that is so cool to me because I seriously cannot wait to see that, and it will be so beautiful. Um, you know, like when you're when you're trying to work out, and it, you know, there's that saying, "No pain, no gain." Well, that's kind of here on Earth too. We are going to go through painful times jesus did say that was going to happen we are going to have troubles here but he also tells us not to be concerned because he's overcome all of that that's not going to be our eternity if we choose to abide in jesus so it's very important to abide in jesus pray read the bible and get closer to god than you ever have before and I hope to see you in eternity because I am really looking forward to it and I just can't wait to see how the Creator has made it even more beautiful than it is today because there are so many beautiful things that I see in the world, magnificent sights and waterfalls and mountains and oceans and um, just beauty that God's created. So I can't imagine what eternity is going to be like. So I hope you join me in that. Bye.